0: Oh, mighty one, our sacrifice begins. We commence. Riding the dragon to lands of the winter. Carry the sword that's alleged but
1: all. Roots the angels engraved in the scabber. The lady, warrior, is set to behold. Welcome to Spellburn, a podcast about the Dungeon Crawl Classics role-playing game. It's time to party like it's 1974.
2: Hello, and welcome to the exciting 110th episode of Spellburn. You've tuned in for a doozy of an episode. Today, we are honored to be able to make an incredible announcement. You've asked for it. You've begged for it. You wouldn't stop talking about it. When we'd ask you to stop talking about it, you just kept going on and on about it anyways. Then, when we finally told you to forget about it because it wasn't going to happen, We then discovered, wait, it is happening. That's right. It's DCC RPG, second edition. I'm Judge Jeff, and with me today are Judge Jen. Hello. Judge Julian. Hello. And our special guest tonight, the lead designer on DCC 2E, whose name must be redacted. For the duration of the episode, we will call him Hambone Fake Namington.
3: I love games by Hambone.
2: Same. They're absolutely some of my favorite. And we are going to head on over to Tavern Talk.
0: Welcome, friends. Good to see
2: you. I only had one drink to calm my nerves. And give it a drink of your most expensive.
1: Tavern Talk.
2: All right. So what has everyone been up to in gaming this week? Julian?
3: Well, um... Have you guys ever tried Fate? Because because I haven't, but I thought I was going to. uh, uh, Hobbs, you guys know Hobbs, right? Jason Hobbs from that little podcast, right? He was like, hey, Judge Julian, come over to my house and play Fate. But then I must have misunderstood because I got there and it wasn't Fate. It was fatal. um, And it was a lot. Oh, And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Hobbs in like, a leather unitard but it's i have
2: had that experience yes something he i cornered will... me in the bathroom it was oh,
3: wow. the game it was a three-day long session Tomorrow, so I've, I'm i i'm quitting gaming me,
2: let me let me ask you i've heard that there I, i've never been fortunate enough to play fatal but I, I heard that it is very math and mechanic heavy can you can you talk about that was that
0: your experience?
3: Um, um, it is. It's. It is very mechanic-heavy. There are mechanics that I don't even want to go into. Um, so take take it from me. Learn from my mistake. Don't ever play a game with Hobbes, especially if it's fatal.
2: Noted. And what about you, Jen?
0: Yeah. So I've been prepping a lot for, uh, for GaryCon. Uh, I'm running a lot at at GaryCon and I've been pretty busy with work. I've only been in a few games this, uh, these past few weeks, but they've all been good. Always good to see friendly faces, you know.
2: Excellent. And I, I, I don't know if a lot of you know this, but there are a lot of corn mazes in Ohio and someone... Put out a a call recently that they wanted to have uh, a D and D meetup in a corn maze, and we would run through fifth edition as a LARP. Uh, So that's what I did this week, and somehow it devolved into a Vampire the Masquerade. But that might just we might have just been fighting with some goth kids. I'm not entirely sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, how would you know?
2: You know, that's what I said. Um, yeah, so it sounds like we've all had a great week in gaming. Let's head on over to summon email. I call upon the flame
0: to summon you. Who deliver the message for me? I came here to give you these facts. Summon email.
3: All right, this first email I'll take, guys. Uh, this is from a disciple of Shilba. Um, the email says, hey, Judges J. My group is refusing to play DCC with me, even though I offered to skip the funnel. They just think playing a game with those funky dice is too pretentious. I've tried other systems with them, and it seems like the old-school feel is a no-go. 5e has been deemed too trendy, and anything sci-fi is right out as well. So I thought I'd shake things up a little. Man, like, what are you going to play? Which one of the Lankmar modules would it best... Th- would best fit into a Pathfinder conversion. I thought maybe I could blend the benisons and dooms. Uh, I could work into defeat trees and let them roam through all the whorehouses at their leisure. Thanks so much for your esteemed insights over the years. Sincerely, a disciple disciple of Shilba. Now I'm going to stay right off the bat. Like I'm not that up on my Pathfinder um, mechanics and or lore, but I don't know... If Lankmart whorehouses are going to be like a great blend for Pathfinder, like those are some skill trees that I don't know that they can handle. Um, Although I would say that I might want to start off with um, Ganglords. There's a there's plenty of opportunity for uh, uh, exploring the slums and doing all your kinds of uh, visiting. Women who are professionals and men too, but maybe you know if your friends aren't into DCC, maybe just skip it all in the whorehouses and just go to a movie.
0: Um, yeah. So I would say just skip Lankmar altogether and just stick with Pathfinder if uh, if that's what works for your group. But um, I would say acting up in Lankmar. You know, since I edited a lot of this, I I know a lot about I know a lot about each. Uh, Adventure, And I would say um, that, yeah, acting up in Lankmore is a lot of opportunity uh, for exploration um, and just, yeah, I would really use the skill trees to their advantage.
2: I think a person that's addicted to Pathfinder is just a person that hasn't played DCC enough. Um, and you could, you could insert Pathfinder into just about any system. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say that blasphemy and larceny in Lankmar would be an excellent module to just retrofit into Pathfinder. Don't even tell them that they're playing DCC or that they're in Lankmar. Uh, I think it should come as a surprise.
3: Yeah. You know, maybe you get, I I, rethink my position. I I agree with you, Jeff.
0: I I have to say, so I think I think Jeff is right. I think the surprise uh, tactic might be the best. I
3: mean, you're the judge. Screw what your players want to play, and just make them play.
2: It's very well said. This this is not a democracy.
0: Judges rule with an iron fist, and that's final.
2: With an iron
0: stamp.
3: Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, this next email, Jen. I can't talk to this guy. Can you take Can you take this one?
0: Yeah, I'll take I'll take this one. Uh dear the band. First of all, hat off. Yes, the same hat I always wear for, to you for doing an amazing job on Spellburn, particularly since episode 44. You guys are my idols. I can't say enough about how I listen to every episode carefully and study your technique and approach while looking to improve my little Hobbs and Friends thing. Sorry to even mention that in the context of the Any Winning Spellburn, but I've learned so much from each of you especially from Lord Burnick. In closing, (laughs) in closing, is there anything we could do to have Lord Burnick take a more prominent role on Spellburn? He has so much to teach us all about podcasts, about RPGs, and just about life. If everyone who listened to this just PayPal him $10, think what he could do for us. I recently asked him to return to my show, which I would rename Hobbs, Lord Burnick and friends, but he is not returning my calls. I can't blame him. He's an RPG god, and I am just your friend, Jason Hobbs, aka Scott. Scott Hobbs.
3: Uh, okay, so I gotta like stop this before it even starts, Hobbs. You can't butter me up. I'm not ever hanging out with you again. It's 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 a bridge too far. I'm still trying to get stains out of my nice linen jacket. Uh, it's it's yeah. Don't 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 lose my number. Forget you know me.
0: Sounds like that last uh, last game burned a bridge. Maybe
3: it burned many bridges, Jen.
2: I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the root of this problem is that it's named Hobbs, Lord Burnick, and friends, and not Lord Burnick, Hobbs, and friends.
0: I was thinking the same thing.
2: And and Julian, Julian, like ten ten bucks doesn't mean a lot to you. No, I we mean like I, I have lots of money. At least
0: eleven fifty at least. That's that's just minimum wage. I think we should bump it up even more.
3: We should. No, I told you there's no amount. This there's on. no
2: amount that could get you to play with Jason Hobbs in a did you say leather corset?
3: Uh, it was a unitard, like a singlet, like unitard. a wrestling like wrestling type, you know, outfit that you would see. Um
2: oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh God, Would you, please, let's just, all right, let's move on. Let's just move on to the next email.
2: No, I really think like, you know, people come to us for advice and in the spirit of that, we should offer them the best advice that we could. Um, I I think Julian should take a more prominent role in the podcasting world
3: and should be paid for it.
0: I, I agree completely. Without
2: having to don a leather
3: singlet All right. All right. Hubs, uh, call my agent and, uh, maybe we can work this out. Is that, is that good enough for you guys? I mean, can we, can we just bury this?
2: I I I think we can move on. I think we can move on now. Yes. Okay. So reaching deep into the mailbag, this next email is from Hans Zimmer.
3: Like the Hans Zimmer. I think so. I love Hans Zimmer.
2: (sighs) This is such an honor. In my campaign, the PCs are fighting a Minotaur, Lish King, named Nakharzis. Get it? It's Cesarcon backwards, and they are all level six, but none of them have any hit points because they keep losing them. So I told them they need to be more careful, and they told me that I need to mind my own business, and I think that's pretty rude. And I told them that I told them that and they all ended up talking to each other about it and decided that they were now the judge. And I was like, no, I'm the judge because I bring the pies and they never bring pie. They just bring soda pop and beer. But what everyone really comes for is the pie. So my question for you is what's your favorite pie?
0: That sounds like a, well, um, that sounds like an interesting dilemma to, to have.
3: Um, No, I mean, I not for me. Say- my favorite pie is strawberry rhubarb.
0: Lemon meringue. I think my favorite pie is French silk.
2: It's got to be key lime by now, Jen. No,
0: no I'm going to stick with French silk.
2: Wow. Yeah. Is this going to anger the Floridians? Is Florida man going to come for you?
0: He He might,
2: yeah. Okay, Jen risking it all.
3: The one thing I like about this email, um, even though he's not asking us a question besides the pie, is how his players kind of unionized um, and down with the man and took over the game. I mean, that's that's something that should be re- written into the rules system. I think um, if the players can all band together to unseat God, that should be a total thing, right? Like,
2: you know, I I've heard a rumor that there are uh, mutiny rules in the coming second edition DCC.
3: Speaking of which.
2: Let's move on to Mighty Deeds.
1: Let the combat begin to the death. Why behold our hero. Huh. So you want to play rough, eh?
2: We'll take this.
1: Mighty Deeds.
2: Today we have to talk about DCC Second Edition.
3: With our friend Hambone. With Hambone.
2: Fake Namington. Fake
3: Namington.
1: Yes. Hamb- Hambone, welcome to Spellburn oh hello thanks for having me
0: how are you hambone
1: i'm fine don't accidentally call me duck by the way uh, they can't know
0: right we will
2: keep your cover safe hambone
1: so do you uh i heard you have some questions about the the next edition of uh um right now i'm calling it advanced dungeon crawl classics but that might not stick
3: well, uh yeah, I guess Hambone, my first question is, you know, uh Joseph was pretty adamant about never having another edition of DCC. So what was it that finally made him want to take the jump and to actually and then to come to you as the lead designer?
1: Well, part of the arrangement is that um Joseph uh, is no longer involved.
2: So uh wow. Um so let's talk mechanics. Um, what's, uh, what's really different about second edition or advanced dungeon crawl classics, or as I've heard it called in some of the discord chats, um, dungeon crawl, classics,
1: classics, DCC two or dungeon crawl classics, classics. Um, it'll be mostly backwards compatible with the original edition. Um, that's all i got for that
3: now like so i've been hearing a lot of grumbling about balance though um hambone um and that maybe that it's your your main focus with the revision for uh dcc2 um what's like how are you addressing that what's the what's the main
1: balance issues that you see how are you going to fix them well the original edition handled balance with uh randomness and I think we're going to double down on that. So uh, things that you're used to being static will, also, will, will probably become random, like levels.
3: Random level? What, how, how does that work? You mean like one game you can might be like fifth level and the next game you can be third?
1: Um, cool. uh, it depends on what level your character is. And um, uh, it's, it's still going through playtesting.
0: Now, I had heard some talk on uh, the G+, that there will be a player's book, a judger's book, and a monster book. Uh, what can you uh, What can you tell us about that?
1: I think we're going to start with a box set first. Like a little brown box. Like a, I'm thinking wood grain.
3: You're going to have like six booklets? Like just, you know, we're we going back
1: that far? We haven't decided that yet. Um,
2: but you have decided on, uh, there There are a number of splat books in the works, yes? For class expansion? Yeah,
1: that, those will be part of uh, the Kickstarter um, as a, um, the tiers, the, those goals. I'm not too familiar with uh, Kickstarters.
2: You've you've been in the industry for a really long time. You've 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 had a hand in just about every RPG published in the last 35 years. Um so Kickstarters are fairly new to you uh since you're accustomed to like going through traditional publishing means.
1: Can you repeat that question? I'm I'm not sure where you're going with that.
2: Uh, uh, Kickstarters, um, Kickstarters are like a new
1: medium for you. Oh, I thought it was just a hashtag. No, no. It's an actual, it's
3: an actual site that you, that you launch products on. I mean, Joseph did a lot of
1: them. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really touch that part of the business. Um,
2: is it true that, so you have a lot of, uh, this, this, uh, expansion is going to be fairly prodigious um so there are a number of modules in the works and the early previews that i've seen um is it true that all modules will contain a ziggurat from now on and
3: why was that a stylistic choice
1: no i don't know where you heard that uh oh it might have
3: been for it might have been for me hambone since i'm i am working on that um you know the 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 series "Tales of the Tentacled Ziggurat Monster," um, part one through six.
1: Yeah, no, so, we're sticking uh, with the, we're sticking with tentacles, just tentacles.
3: So my ziggurats are going to get edited out. Is that where oh, Jen? Don't edit my ziggurat out, please.
2: Well, I, the the Dark Master has always had a deep love for tentacles. They're, they're in nearly every module and he absolutely does not hate them at all. Um, um, I have heard that San Julian will be doing a special cover for the wood grain box set.
3: I'm not sure. something about yeah something about um, a missing a missing breast that he's
2: is that the name of the
1: first module? The missing breast
2: Yeah like the the left breast is missing. it seems to be missing.
1: Did, did, you, you found it? It's, uh, it's in the book.
2: <laughs> the breast is in the book. Is it an independent entity?
3: Oh, like a new patron. Yeah. Oh, my. That's a great idea. Breast of the devil lich. Patron.
2: I've heard that you have to recover it from another artist. It's it's like a two part. Um, like if you just do the first year Kickstarter, you only get the devilish and one breast. But you if you if you do the next year up, you get the second breast as a patron.
1: No, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be one of the leatherette covers with the gold foil. Will just be a breast.
3: Okay. Now uh, I think that one of our you know one of our crewmates here on the show is doing a lot of editing work um on this edition so far um is there anything that you two can kind of give us hints about as far as like uh, mechanics as far as like character generation um are we, are we still doing the same old are we doing funnels are we doing as chrome intended like what how, how is someone going to jump in and make a dcc 2e character
0: yeah um i uh in a lot of editing funnels won't be as prominent as they used to be if you. Uh, pick up on my meaning
3: like gone or or uh just lessened
0: i'm not sure how much i'm allowed to say but from my editing funnels will be gone
3: i mean i'm kind of okay with that it's not really my bag to play i got i got i'm sick of them so that's great you know get rid of them just toss them
2: yeah, um, the funnel system and the the funky dice, like those are both going by the wayside. Correct?
1: Uh, we're, we're we're still playtesting between a d six die pool or a only the funky dice. That's okay, where that's where we're leaning with the game right now.
2: So it has kind of a shadow run feel.
1: Uh, it won't have as many skills. We're not sure what we're going to be doing with the uh we're thinking about going to 11 with the levels
3: you know with this point system it makes me feel that there's going to be much more character customization um are you guys going to start importing things like um uh skills or like feat trees prestige classes multi-classing
1: yeah we're thinking about dragonborn and tieflings we might be including those character classes too since uh but that's a good point, actually, bringing that up.
3: So if you bring in Dragonborn, so they're going to be their own classes.
1: Yes. Well, races. We're, we're going to get rid of classes. and It'll just be races.
2: And you're you're expanding the the race class, the playable races? Yes. Uh, humans are no longer going to be a playable character. Is that no, correct?
1: They'll, no, they'll be humans.
2: They'll just be humans. They'll be more like NPCs?
1: Just like an elf or a dwarf.
3: Maybe. Oh okay, okay. Nice. What do you? Oh, can you give us any hints of what like human? Like you know, elves have information and spells. What do humans get?
0: From my editing and what I've seen, uh, humans uh, get a, a, a greed factor um, that the other races don't, and it's it's really interesting to see how that sways uh, the play.
2: So instead of say pick pocket, I could um, steal four hundred one k. Yeah,
0: things very similar to that. Like, um, a lot of mechanics for backstabbing uh, other players at the table, which mm-hmm. I think is a really cool idea to add in.
2: There's so much potential for character development there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the idea.
3: I heard maybe
1: we're going to see a new band. Is anything about that that you can tell us? Um, we're still working on how we're going to do that. We might be using... We might... Step away from the band concept and having completely randomized characters through the whole series, and we're thinking about using um, we're thinking about using AI to, to create these characters,
2: like AI generated art.
1: Yes, uh, have you guys heard of have you guys heard of people?
2: Oh yeah the the NFT artist.
1: Yeah, we might be looking into getting him uh, to using some of his work.
2: Does that have anything to do with uh, some of the core DCC artists leaving?
1: I don't want to talk about the other artists.
2: Um, Will you be using computerized art for the trading game as well? The trading card game? Uh, Or will that all be uh, computer generated as well?
1: How did you hear about the trading card game?
2: Uh, It was on G+.
1: There There
2: was a whole thread about it. I think it hit Discord as well.
0: But I saw it on Reddit too.
2: Oh, and the DCC RPG Rocks group on Facebook.
3: Now, the last I heard too that the the, the trading card game was like the working title you guys were going for was like the corruption, the character ruining or something. But like, is that true? Or have you guys found a different you know title to go with?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure where you got that title from either, and I'm not sure who you've been talking to. Um, I mean, we, we are spellbound.
2: We have deep connections.
0: So you can't confirm or deny this, uh, this trading card idea?
1: Yeah, you're putting me on the spot right now. Um, but Hambone, we gave you these questions and you
3: vetted them beforehand.
1: <laughs> Not all of them. Uh, got any more questions for me? I think uh, I might be pushing my... uh I might have a cat to feed.
3: You know, this is making sense to me because just today, while we're recording this episode, there was the announcement about DCC Legacy, which is very like Adventurers League. Um, so now it's all starting to kind of make sense where we're going with this. You know, the the, the emphasis on tournaments and more kind of um, really like structured play. play. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, everything needs to be fair all the time for every player. It needs to be more structured like that. Also, having
2: uh, official characters that you can drop into any DCC game uh, anywhere in the world, as long as it has been notarized and stamped by your, your uh, league captain, uh, that seems like
3: a good move for DCC. Yeah, although I, when I was reading the requirements, that whole notary thing seems to be like a lot to ask judges. Don't you think like you got to go out and get certified to be a notary?
2: I mean, that's I, why that's why Joseph in, uh, first put out the stamp. It was to get us used to the idea of stamping things. So this has been in the works, I think, I think for a really long time.
0: I think we should get rid of the whole judge certification system and just allow players to you know, pick up characters from one adventure without any uh, pre-vetting and bring them to another. If they really want to, it should be up to the players.
3: That's very old DCC of you, Jen. This is DCC-C.
0: True. You're right. You're so right. Everything needs to be more structured. I don't know what I was thinking.
3: If it's not written in the rules, you can't do it.
0: Yeah, we're hoping for a lot. Since the rules are going to explain a lot more uh, in more detail, we're hoping to uh, deal with a lot of the issues that have come up the original DCC came out.
2: Yeah, and like the original DCC, it put far too much responsibility on the judge to make decisions, but this way we'll have each eventuality just spelled out for us. So we can check uh, page 403, section A slash B and, you know, come up for exactly what happens when a a wizard meets a tiefling that is wearing brown.
0: Yeah, I think it will really help uh, taking a lot of the thinking out of what the judges have to do. You know, the judge can really just say, "Well, why don't you look in your book if you want the answer?" You know, the judge doesn't have to think for this, and I think that's really nice.
1: Yeah, we've been looking into um, stepping up the uh, our online game for the new DCC. Um, We're going to require judges to be. uh, certified voice actors. Um, and, uh, we're gonna require all the players to have Zoom accounts. And, um, uh, cause we wanna really step up our, our, uh, modern internet, um, face. And so, uh, we're gonna, um, some of the, um, some of our, uh, our premier games on, say, Sunday, are going to... We're probably going to hire some, uh, um, faces. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm pretty sure you'll know. You'll recognize some of these famous people. Let's say, uh, they may or may not have been on Oprah.
2: They also confiscate your dice. Just a good move.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a pledge tier, uh, 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 that, um, that includes um, classes from, I believe, Juilliard. So acting. We also have. We're also going to be looking at a uh, stretch goal that includes um, prof- professional microphones and cameras.
3: I had also heard like a recommendation of uh, like a player grievance line where you could report your judge if they. Uh, if your character died, maybe you had a problem with it, um, that you could kind of appeal that to, to directly to you, um, and then you could say yes or no. Your character is alive.
1: Yeah, we've been looking into that. We're we're uh, we have to. We, there's some there's some technical things we have to figure out for that to work smoothly.
2: Will players also be able to use that tip line if? The judge doesn't bring the correct pie.
1: Uh, that's a stretch goal.
2: Okay. Okay. It, you know, it sounds like a really great investment.
3: I mean, overall, though, I think of our viewers, uh, or listeners can, um, when they, once they hear your voice, I think even though we try to disguise you with a fake name, they're going to know who you are. And some of them might be surprised about how corporate you sound right now. Like you, that's definitely not who you are perceived as, as a person so what, what was this this shift of you wanting to take Well, over? i
1: bought a new car i moved to a bigger apartment um it just lined up and, and they you got call.
2: you have two new cats to support is that correct
1: yes thanks by the way for bringing those guys up they're my babies
3: they're very beautiful well I, personally i think hambone really um was thorough and, and nailed it were you guys I, I can't think of anything else to ask When are we gonna well how about this When are we gonna see this
1: uh when it's ready that's all i got for you when it's ready
2: do you have a schedule for the kickstarter
1: uh definitely before gen con
2: okay is uh dcc loves generally um
1: to... Uh, it might drop during uh, North Texas, actually.
2: Okay. I mean, it's really good to have your Kickstarter out before it's actually finished. Like, really, if you have it just in the very beginning stages, that I, I feel like that's best for everyone involved.
1: Um, it's going, yeah. Um, I would say it's about 50% written. And, uh, and it's going through the first rounds of playtesting in my head now.
2: Okay. Well, Hambone fake namington. It has been an honor to have you on our show.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, Where do I send my invoice?
2: Uh, You can send that to the band at spellburn.com. And all of our fantastic listeners can email us at the band at spellburn.com. Be sure to leave iTunes reviews uh, send us your bumpers uh, and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, MeWe, Yumi.social, and pretty much anywhere on the web. Thank you to patrons Michael Curtis and the Appendix and Book Club.
3: I'm also on Tinder now.
2: We are all on Tinder and OnlyFans, but it, it, it's for it's for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It's called OnlyFiends. <laughs>
3: But yeah, uh, thanks, Hambone. And uh, thanks always to our listeners. Uh, Thanks for having me. Welcome back anytime. You've been been spellburned. That's right. April Fool's Day, everybody. Um, Thanks for listening to this show. This was a lot of fun to put together. I would like to send a big thank you to the Blades Against Bandwidth crew. We had Carmen Vance on playing me, Jeff, Oh, we had Haley Sketch on as our Judge Jen, uh, Tim Deshane on as Judge Julian, and Dak Altimac on as Hamming hemmingbone Hambone Fake Namington. Yeah, that's it, Hambone Fake Namington. Uh, but yeah, so that is our April Fool's Day episode. Please pass this along, and let's see if we can um, fool a few others. All right. Uh, have a fun April Fool's Day, and uh, we'll be seeing you around.
1: You've been listening to Spellbird, copyright
3: 2017. Our theme song has been graciously provided
1: by Glitter Wizard. Learn more at GlitterWizard.FanCamp.com